Welcome and thank you for choosing the Mental Mindset Podcast presented by DBC Sports Psychology. Mental Mindset is hosted by Andrew Tosi and Zach Perkins, who will discuss mental skills, tips, and tricks to help you, your child, or your athletes be the best version of themselves in and out of sports. We hope you enjoy this week's Mental Spark. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mental Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. And this is episode 24. This is the Nick Nick Young episode. What's up, brother? Jesus (laughs) Christ. Yeah, I guess guess it is, right? Wow. Wow, his wedding's coming up soon. What is that? We got like a month and a half. Dude, I haven't told the guy yet. I got to get that that suit tailored. They don't measure the thighs, man. The the pants are a little tight. I'm going to be honest with you. They, uh... They're a little tight, so I gotta I gotta get some breathing room for the boys, if you know what I mean. You must have gone to a really bad uh, facility because yeah, I wasn't gonna use the name, but since you just threw it, in I there. don't. Oh yeah, well, hey, if the, the people at Men's Warehouse in West Hartford did not measure my thighs, not that's all wild. Warehouses. That's wild. So the one I went to, like they did a pretty good job measuring it, tailored it up. Things beauty. Great. Well, I'm glad that just to add to my life stresses. I also have to stress about that, so I'm I'm pumped. But yeah, episode twenty four, super excited. Uh, don't worry about it, Zach. I have the self confidence to get through it. So, how was that transition? Good. It's yeah. get it's getting better. We'll keep working getting, on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll keep working on it. But yeah, man. Uh, before we get into our episode today on self confidence, how, how's everything going for you? How's the how's the new coaching gig? And uh, I know you're wrapping up school soon and things like that. So how, how's it all going? Yeah, life's busy. It's, uh, I guess this is one of those times they always tell you, you can't, you're never given more than you can handle. Right. And, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, we are pushing that to the limit. <laughs> uh, things have been really good. I mean, coaching the new coaching gigs. Awesome. Uh, I've got about, about two weeks left here in my uh, full-time job. I told them I'd work till September 1st. So, uh, just wrapping things up there as well. Uh, and just excited to get rolling. And then, yeah, like you said, I, uh, I actually graduate. I will finish my ma- uh, bachelor's degree this week. Um, that's been five years in the making. So things are all kind of wrapping up and, and coming together. There's a new chapter in life happening. Uh, it's interesting. How about you? Uh, life is good, man. Uh, and congrats on the bachelor's degree finishing up. I know it's been, like you said, a long a long process, but it's finally getting there. Uh, for me, man, I'm just studying for my certified mental performance consultant test that I take next uh, Friday, uh, which will make this podcast even ASP applicable, and we can kind of like post it out to them as well, and, and kind of and then the school that. For anyone who doesn't know what that means, uh, it's basically the licensure for the sports psychology world and things like that. I've been doing it obviously with the education aspect, but this part just makes it official, um, and they actually look for people who have a clinical background and a sports psych background. Um, so really, um, I'm kind of a perfect fit if I can pass this test. It has an 80% pass rate, um, so I'm feeling confident, uh, but also you still got to prepare and you don't want to be overconfident as we're going to talk about today. Um, so there is a good transition, my friend. Um, but that, uh, I'm definitely getting better. But yeah, today's that we're talking about self-confidence. And you know, one of the things um, when I'm working with athletes or really just everyday people, and you as a coach, I'm sure talk about this all the time as well, how do you define self-confidence? Like, what is what does that even mean? I mean, I guess for me, it's just like, it's so hard when you talk about it, right? Because you don't want to be like, be confident. Like, you can't use that in the definition, right? But <laughs> right. for me, it's like being sure of yourself or, or having the belief that like you are doing things to the best of your ability, right? Um, 
and and having a genuine belief in that because those are the kinds of things like when you do that you perform at your best level in my opinion agreed agreed and like i think it's also important to like distinguish between self-confidence and self-efficacy right so like uh self-confidence is defined usually uh like an athlete's belief or certainty that athletes have about their ability to be successful in their sport or in their skills. And then self-efficacy is more of a situation-specific type of confidence that reflects one's expectation of succeeding at a specific task, right? So, like, I may be self-efficacy. I may – whoa, whoa, tongue got, got my tongue there. Um, I may have a high self-efficacy in the aspect of, like, I don't know, making a grilled cheese, right? But I might not in the aspect of – digging a hole, right? Or, to, or something like something like that. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there, but like a, a specific task or something like that. Um, trying to make it really relatable to everybody. As you can tell, I went super simple. Um, but like, so self-confidence is this idea of like an, an, an athlete's own perspective or a person's own perspective on the skill that they possess to do whatever it is they're doing in their, in the, in like a broad spectrum. Right. Um, so like and a lot of studies will point out that like it is actually the number one thing that separates elite athletes from everyday athletes, uh, which is kind of really interesting. Right. Uh, and I believe in one study uh, they, they found that 50 percent of elite athletes reported having a high self-confidence um, in their sport uh, and also a 75 percent high uh, or, or a high level of high self-efficacy, which like in certain skills, um, which is really, really kind of uh, important. So. You know, one thing I think about is like people always ask, like, well, how do I raise my self-confidence? Right. Uh, I, I hear that all the time. And I also think about it myself. Like, but like it, that comes down to like how confidence is built. Do you know how that happens? Not a clue. It's super simple. Um, it's, it's one of those uh, easily said, but not easily done. Uh, basically, confidence is built through uh, successful com- like repetitions and completions of doing the same kind of task. Right. So like. I, you know that you're good at hockey, you know, or I know I'm good at soccer, or someone might know that they're good at leadership or good at talking to people based on like doing it over and over and over again, and then having the same kind of results or better results the more that they do it. Um, so that's how confidence is built. And like building it in yourself is really also a feeling of having that like emotion behind it of like, I know that I'm good at this, which kind of is really interesting to think about that uh, it can come and it can go as quickly as, as we feel, right? Um, now, one thing that I think you and I have run into a whole bunch in just our everyday lives is this idea of um, overconfidence, you know, not for us, but like meeting people who are overconfident. And that's where like we talk about the lines of like um, cockiness compared to confidence. Right. And I think I mentioned this way back in the beginning of our like maybe episode three or four when we talked about strictly confidence. But for me, when I have to define what confidence uh, and, and like cockiness is, is is cockiness is or confidence is knowing that you are good at something and cockiness is making sure that everyone else also knows that. Right. Uh, and that's like one of the big distinguishers for me of like this aspect of like when you're confident, you just know that you're going to be good uh, or that you're good at something. You don't need everyone else knowing it. Um, so I mean, for you, how do you convey this, I guess, aspect to your players or your teams? Yeah. So it's, I, I kind of started to tell you before, uh, like in our like little pre-show meeting, right before we, uh, jumped into recording, but it's yeah. really interesting because <clears throat> over the last like couple weeks here, especially with, uh, the extra recruiting and things I'm doing there, right. Um, uh, I've had a lot of conversations with, 
not only my team that I have for this upcoming season, but these recruits that I'm, I'm trying to bring to school. Right. And at the end of the day, like as a coach, we all are going after the same pool of athletes. Um, and you're trying to sell your sale the best, right? Cause that's ultimately like what you do. Yeah. Um, and a lot of my conversation has been about self-confidence and things like that, right? Making sure that we're, we're, um, communicating in a way where, you know, these players that are going to be coming in know that I'm not here to berate you or beat you down or, or scream at you. Like I'm here to help you develop further. Um, and that's kind of the route I take when we have these conversations, right. Is, is speaking about developing as people, uh, as, as athletes, right. But also as students and just giving back to the community around us as well. Um, so we do a lot of conversation in that sense. Um, and we really do talk about, you know, at the end of the day, like I, I'm going to put people and, and things in place where um, if you're dealing with self-confidence issues, there are very quick and, and fast ways to try to work through those um, or people in place who can help you work through those issues to make sure that, you know, you're back to performing your best as fast as possible. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, you and I've had the conversations and, and I appreciate you bringing me on as a mental, as a mental skills coach and we're going to be doing those things and I'm really excited to do it. Right. Especially when you look at some of the research and what it says. Right. So it, there's a significant relationship between self-confidence and performance, uh, whether it's a team sport or an individual sport, which is really interesting. Um, but there are some differences. Right. And one of those differences is actually gender. Um, so female athletes report having a lower self-confidence and a higher cognitive anxiety compared to their male counterparts, which is kind of interesting when you look at it. But it, research doesn't always say why, uh, but I think sometimes we can kind of assume or like when you look at just the uh, cultures and environments. And also it also depends on any variability of like where were the research, like what were the questionnaires asking, like where what schools were at, like what kind of sports was it, like all that kind of stuff gets get into play. But you as a, as a female hockey coach, right, like that there's going to be times where like you have to take into different considerations than if you were coaching a men's hockey team. Right. Uh, words are different and things like that can be different. But I also know that you bring an authenticity to coaching, which also will probably uh, like remove some of those barriers. But um, yeah, before I mean, you go on and before you go on further, I actually like want to bring something in there a little bit because it's more of a question for you. Yeah, um, sure. Maybe a little scenario based, but I guess it goes back. We've had this conversation multiple times throughout different episodes of like the men's health side of things. Right. And mm -hmm. I think it's just easy to connect to because like, obviously you and I are men. Mm -hmm. Most of my background is coaching men. Um, you know, there's this like idea of being harder on men, right. They like to be pushed in, um, you know, maybe like, uh, a more violent way is not the right way, right? It's not like you're beating them, right? But like, like verbally, right? Like they, some players like to be yelled at. They like to be pushed that way. Um, and obviously like it's our job as professionals, right? To kind of know our players enough to say like, Hey, I can do this. I can't do that um, with so-and-so, but this person may like something a little bit different, but what, I guess, what is, what's your experience or what's your thoughts in terms of, um, the whole self-confidence conversation in, in men, because I know like in the past I've had players tell me, you know, Hey, I'm struggling with self-confidence, but they don't know who to talk to. They know they can't really talk to the rest of the coaching staff. Um, they know that they don't maybe have the outlets they think they're supposed to have, or they think they need uh, to continue to build on that. Yeah, man. I think it's a, it's a, it's a valuable question and one that doesn't have, 
a single answer, but probably has a bunch of different ones, right? So um, the first thing, especially when it comes to like men's athletics and things like that, um, I, I don't know if always the supports are there or are like available to them. And I think that's one of the things that's really changing. Uh, the sports psychology field is starting to blow up, which is a really, really cool thing to see as someone who's been a part of it for the past six years. I think it's really cool to kind of see it start taking off. And, and again, more students are coming into classes and things like that and, and, and working on it. So I think the more that this idea of like the mental health matters, no matter if you're an athlete or not, um, that's going to help. Right. And, and I mean, we still have the whole stigma behind men's health and, and men being able to talk about their feelings. Right. It was funny. I watched a Seinfeld episode the other day and it's where like Jerry started feeling his feelings and started going all crazy and telling George that he loved them and yelling at Elaine and all this. And then he's like, Oh yeah, that Jerry's gone now because like he realized like, Oh yeah, I didn't like that. Like, but the idea of it is, is like, it, we're all capable of expressing and, and understanding our emotions. Um, but in the sport complex, sometimes it's not appropriate. Right. Um, now everyone, everyone has certain situations where we, socially accept it right you win your championship if a guy's crying or, or like showing emotion like that's totally normal but if if he loses it's like okay like is he still not allowed to cry it's like oh don't be a baby like suck it up move on right and like i mean that that still exists maybe not at the top levels but it's still uh, i i've seen it and witnessed it it starts at the youth level and you know one of my favorite times of the year is occurring right now with the little league uh, like World Series stuff, like you've already seen some amazing examples of just one good coaching, like coaches just recognizing that in, in youth sports, it is about having fun and mm -hmm. enjoying it. Like don't, don't make this thing any more than it already is, right? The kids obviously know it's an important game. They're on TV. Like they, they understand you don't have to add the pressure. Just keep it fun for them. And two, just like wonderful sportsmanship examples. Like I think I don't exactly know the two teams, but the, I mean, it went viral, right? The poor pitcher hits the kid in the head and the kid who got hit in the head runs over and hugs the pitcher because he can tell he's incredibly upset. Like that is just, I mean, it just, it, it exemplifies and glorifies the idea of what sports is to me. And it's like a microcosm of what the world is. Um, and it's a microcosm of like how things exist. Like people don't recognize how the power that sports can have and like how culture shifts occur and, and all this stuff. Um, but when you think about men's health and just sports and like getting the help that they need or like talking about, hey, like I have a low self-confidence, like it's, it's about creating that culture on the teams. Right. And like one of the things that we do as sports psych consultants is we go in and we also we like we just observe. I mean, in my grad school program, our, our mentor literally said, like, listen, you guys are going to get annoyed at how much you just watch things. And, and it's true. Like we just sit there and we watch. Right. And then the problem is you have to have a coach and a team that's willing to hear the feedback that you are witnessing. Right. And being like, hey, like, I, I know you think what you were doing was helpful, but from my perspective, it, it's not like this might be a better way to do it. Or it's along the lines of like, hey, like, so how do you think that went? That's usually what I start. Like, I want to know their perspective because I care about the why. That's one of my big like I, I actually give a crap about like why you're doing something. Sometimes we, we have amazing purpose and we have amazing reason for why we did it just the delivery or like whatever was kind of off. Right. Um, so, I mean, I didn't really answer the question. It kind of just made it moving more probably confusing because it just elaborates into so many things, which is kind of what I was getting at. It's like, it's, it's a really hard uh, kind of situational thing. You got it, it really based, based on the environment, the culture, the, the athlete itself, like are they easier to like kind of identify their own emotions and work on their self-confidence and, and who knows. Right. Um, 
But I mean, I think there's just so much that goes into this whole kind of topic um, that I think athletes can benefit from. And also just everyday people can benefit from like being confident in your job and having confidence that like knowing what you deserve, right? We all, like, we've all know people whose boss is a, j- a jerk or uh, treats them like crap, right? And it's like, why? Like, wh- like, where's your, where's the ability for you to be like, yeah, I'm not going to put up with that. I understand that jobs are our livelihood and sometimes we don't have the ability to, to say F off and, and find another job. I understand all that exists. I get all that. But at the same point, like your your own self worth and everything has to be valued as well. Um, so I mean, there's, there's just a lot that goes into this whole thing. And I mean, we've taken a, what a, a week hiatus again, um, just because you and I have been so busy. Uh, so anyone who's still listening, I really do appreciate it. Um, but I think it'd be another interesting topic. Uh, I know I know we have John Paula who wants to get on here uh, again. Um, we can talk about some more sport injury stuff. I think a lot of stuff is in the wings for us to kind of keep this growing. And as the hockey season starts for you. Um, and some other opportunities occur for me, I think we're going to have some cool opportunities to be doing some really interesting podcast episodes and just uh, topics in general. Yeah, well, and I think, like, we had a really good opportunity to just expand on this episode, right? So, like, bring a part two to it. Um, you know, without killing everybody, we've done a really good job, I think, in our, in my opinion, of keeping episodes between, you know, 15 and 30 minutes and trying not to take everybody's time. So, um, you know, we have been on your right, you know, another week off here. We've actually been on like an every other week schedule with the summer. Um, I think it's worked out really well, but again, you know, we're kind of wrapping things up in our own lives where we can get back to an every week schedule here over the next couple episodes, which I think will be fun as well. Um, And it'll just give us the opportunity to kind of attack things. So maybe we say, you know, for the next episode, uh, we get back into this again in part two of it and, and expand maybe a little more into the professional world and, and even our personal lives, right? Like you need to be confident in, in what you're doing at home and everything like that. So I think we can kind of breeze back into that and, and bring something new to it. Yeah, I uh, I agree. We can do a self-confidence part two. All right, cool. That. Well, uh, as always, we appreciate everybody listening. You can reach us at mentalmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. Um, or most of you, again, have our contact information, so feel free to reach out. Uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you were getting a new website. Did it get finished? Uh, the new website is, it, it's finished, but I still am adding a few touches, but they will be able to access it um, right from the homepage now, uh, and it'll bring them to all the sites when it's, when it's published. I'll, we'll make an announcement when it is, but it is, uh, it's, it's finished. We're just adding some final touches and adding some of the employees that we've added and things like that, so... Uh, pretty cool times over here at DBC, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, let's make sure we drive that web traffic for Andrew. Um, help spread his word, help his business as well. Obviously, at the end of the day, like that's what we're trying to do here. So uh, we appreciate your time and really, really appreciate you guys taking the you know, 20, 30 minutes every week. Um, reach out to us by the uh, Gmail account or we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for your time. Cheers.